Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Bainwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in Job 27. It was verse 5 that resonated with me this morning. Job says to his friends, I will never admit you are in the right. Till I die, I will not deny my integrity. Today's podcast is entitled Morality Tales. In my previous podcast, I mentioned that I was surprised no one has, at least in contemporary times, tried to stage the book of Job that that I know of. As this thought continued to swirl inside my head, I realized that, you know, there's a connection. And why did this come into my brain? My senior thesis in college was about, wait for it, the decline of the medieval religious drama. (laughs) Admittedly, topic is not something that sparks the interest of any normal person, or any crazy person for that matter. There was this entire genre of plays in the 14th to 16th centuries known simply as morality plays. They typically had a protagonist who was being torn between virtues and vices, typically with angels and demons present to persuade the protagonist towards the conflicting desires. It's an expanded version of the commonly referenced motif of conscience with, you know, the angel on one shoulder and the demon on the other. And the story arc of morality plays followed a pattern that you can still find lying beneath movies and novels today. There's temptation, fall, consequences, and ultimately redemption. In that sense, Job has the distinct flavor of an ancient morality play, but with the twist of a protagonist who finds himself having experienced the consequences of the fall without ever having chosen to succumb to any tempting vice. And this is the crux of the debate between Job and his friends. In their worldview, life is one big morality play in which a person's suffering is always connected to that person's vices. Today's chapter is Job's summation of the back-and-forth conversation between Job and his three friends. He opened with a statement in chapter 3. There were three rounds of discourses back and forth. And in today's chapter, Job gets the final word, the closing argument with his friends. In his wrap-up, Job maintains his innocence and integrity. He basically holds fast in stating that he had done nothing so wicked that he deserved the suffering that he's going through. And what's fascinating is that he then goes on to agree with his friend's premise that the wicked, in general, deserve and ultimately receive their just deserts. Job finds himself an exception to the general rule of his and his friend's moral worldview. In the quiet this morning, I find myself circling back to this concept of rules and exceptions, which I've written about, talked about before. Life is filled with general observable patterns in which choices and consequences connect both positively, I choose to do the right thing and I sleep soundly with a clear conscience, and negatively, I choose to do the wrong thing, have a guilty conscience, get caught, face negative reciprocations of my wrongdoing. These patterns are the foundation of morality tales, both in medieval times as well as today. But there are exceptions to those general rules in a fallen world in which sinful individuals have the free will to make choices. 
For example, Amanda Knox was railroaded and convicted of a murder she didn't commit. Jack the Ripper, on the other hand, was never caught, never found, never punished. Jesus was adamant with his disciples that we are to reserve judgment of others. Job's friends have made judgments about Job without having all of the knowledge or facts of the situation. Job has made judgments about God without having all of the knowledge or facts of the situation. As a disciple of Jesus, I'm called to humbly admit when I don't have the right to judge another person because I don't have all the facts. I don't have all the knowledge. And even when I do, I am called upon to graciously forgive. Jesus, I find, offers no exemptions to the law of love. I hope you're well, wherever this finds you today, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow. Hope you'll join us.